Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about a mistake that I continually see, and I guess I don't talk about it enough, or maybe I haven't been explicitly clear about it yet, but it's a mistake that keeps people from monetizing. It's a mistake that makes you go back and sort of fix things sometimes in order before you can actually go ahead and monetize. So I want to talk to you about it because if I can stop you from making these mistakes, then you will get to monetization much faster. So I'll tell you all about it right after this. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hosler, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. I appreciate that you have a podcast catalog of probably close to a million podcasts you could choose to listen to. And right now you're here, and I hope it's because you have a podcast that you want to monetize. Why should you pay attention to what I say about monetization, and why do I know anything about it? Well, I've been working with podcasters in my company, Team Podcast, since 2013. So almost 10 years now, and I have worked with over 360 podcasters. And in the past almost five years now, I have been going really, really deep on the monetization aspect of it because I feel like far too long podcasters have just been told to just launch, just start, just create content, just put it out there. Don't worry about monetization. And in the course of not worrying about monetization, we've created a lot of podcasts that nobody as far as the podcast host, no podcast host has gotten any value out of and they end up pod fading with a huge time suck, money suck, energy suck in this podcast that went nowhere. And if only we had started with monetization as the goal and reversed engineered the podcast to meet the goal, it could have happened. So I don't want you to feel bad about wanting money from your podcast. You're giving value in the world and you deserve to get value back from your podcast. So let me make you feel a whole lot better about being a little bit greedy about what you get back from your podcast because you need something from it. You can't just keep putting content out there, keep adding value to the world and never get anything back to it. It's too big of a job to ask you to do for nothing in return. So that's my take on it. That's my opinion. I think more podcasters should be living the life they want and they should be able to create a lifestyle 
that works for them and not be held to their nine to five job or forced to continue to work while they're trying to build this thing on the side because they don't know how to monetize it. So that's why I'm here. And one of the number one mistakes that I see that keep people from monetizing their podcast, and it also is something that I see us having to rectify many times. And that is, so a while ago, it's been about a year now, I went back and looked through all of the podcasts that we have worked with because I was kind of wanting to sort of look at what commonalities were that made podcasts successful, that made them last for the long haul, that made them just stick rather than pod fade. And when I started looking at it, one of the things that stuck out to me is that more than 60% of the podcasts that we have worked with 360 plus podcasts that we have worked with, more than 60% of them have actually rebranded their podcast. Isn't that a staggering number? Now, I don't know how that kind of compares with the general population. I can only say from my own experience and just to kind of get an idea of how much of the general population is being rebranded and changing the titles of their shows. And honestly, once you do it once, many times it's a multiple process. Like I've seen some shows that have been rebranded up to four times and it's still the same original RSS feed that they have come out with. So, yeah, so it can happen. I mean, it's like it can happen multiple times. But the number one mistake that I see so many podcasters make is that your podcast topic is too broad. And I think there's this myth that we have as podcasters that if I have a much broader topic, then number one, that's going to give me a bigger audience. That's also going to give me more things to talk about. That's also going to give me more chance to find guests because I have more things I can talk about and therefore more guests. And so we convince ourselves that broader is better. And this mistake has been made over and over again. And luckily, I think we're to the point where many podcasters are learning from their mistakes, and they're constantly refining and focusing and niching down. Now, you've probably heard at some point the old adage that the riches are in the niches. We have so much available content right now to consume. Like I said, I don't know if what the latest numbers on the podcast catalog is. Last time I checked, it was almost 700,000 podcasts in Apple Podcasts. And because we have so much to consume, that people now really want to specialize and want content that is made specifically for their situation or has already been filtered and adapted through the same frame that they are looking through. So let me explain what I mean and kind of give you some examples. So let's just say you are a single parent of a preteen girl and you wanted to find a podcast to listen to to give you some parenting tips show. Let me give you three titles and you tell me which one you would prefer. The with the frame of single parent of a preteen girl, the awesome mommy show. The other option is the solo parent life. The other option is solo mom with teens on board. Okay, so if you had three choices of three podcasts to listen to, would you listen to the awesome mommy show, the solo parent life, 
or solo mom with teens on board. Okay. Most people in this example, we've gone from a generic mommy show to a slightly smaller niche of single parenting to an even tighter niche of single parenting with teens. There is even more niching that could be done based on the gender of the teen. I said I had a, it would be a single parent of a preteen girl. So there's even more niching that can be done. But I think you see the point is that the more specific I can get with content for you, then the less work you have to do as the listener to adapt what I'm saying to your specific situation. Let's do another example so you can see it again. So if if you were wanting to leave your current nine to five job and try to start a business on your own, which podcast would you listen to? Would you listen to number one, The Business Builder Show? Or would you listen to number two, The Side Hustle Show? Or would you listen to number three, Ditch Your Nine to Five and Thrive? Which one would it be? You're currently working a nine to five. You want to try to start a business on your own and leave your nine to five. Are you going to do A or number one, The Business Builder Show? Number two, The Side Hustle Show? Or number three, Ditch Your Nine to Five and Thrive? Probably most of you would say, I'm going to do ditch the nine to five and thrive. Why? Because it's the same frame you're coming to the space from, right? You're wanting to leave your nine to five job and you're also wanting to thrive after you do that, right? Do you see the pattern here? So niching down is this process of identifying the exact ideal listener that you want to serve in this business, let me quote unquote business, this podcast that you're creating. And when you go really, really deep on niching down, what this does, it now allows you to only create content that serves that listener at the highest level. You're not worried about anyone else, but your ideal listener, when you want to turn You're not worried about anyone else but your ideal listener that you want to then turn into a customer. So in the course of my business mentorship, I used to have a mentor that would say to me, create a niche that's so tight that only you fit in it. So in other words, if I'm talking about podcasts and podcast monetization, I'm not talking about sponsorships, or I'm not talking about people who want to do just hobby podcasts, and I'm not creating content for them. I'm only specifically creating podcast content for people who have a podcast and also have a business that they want to use that podcast as their largest organic traffic source for. And they want to turn that podcast into a lead generation and a revenue generation machine for that business. Once you create a niche that's so tight that only you fit in it, what happens is you have now cleared the way that you've eliminated all of your competition and you become a category of one. If you're a category of one, then you become the category king. So in other words, when I'm talking about leaving a nine to five job and start my own business, the ditch my nine to five and thrive would be an amazing show that only appeals to that exact person. Okay. Now, when you tighten your niche, I say you always win. But I'm going to give you a few reasons why this is. 
because you'll gather your audience of your exact ideal listeners. If people aren't your ideal listener, they will disqualify themselves from your content and then you don't have to deal with them. So you don't have people crowding the space or cluttering your Facebook groups or cluttering your email list if they are not intently interested in what you have to say. Now, you can create a very, now you can create very specific content for your very specific audience when you niche down and that makes it so much easier to monetize because now instead of talking about moms and giving moms tips, you're only giving moms of preteen kids tips or you're only giving single mothers of preteen kids tips and you create anything that they need in their journey to raising the best humans they can raise to be leaders and good citizens, right? So you can create that very specific content for your very specific audience. And it's always much more valuable than just generic content that people now have to say, well, I got this mommy information, but a lot of it talks about the co-parenting relationship that I would have with my spouse or the other co-parent. And here I am a single mom that doesn't have anyone else to, you know, take a break or pass the torch to or anything like that. So now I've got to adapt everything or I've got to discount the fact that half the stuff they say doesn't apply to me because I'm in a different situation. No, I'm only creating content for that one avatar. And then that one avatar is going to be completely bought into understanding that I'm serving them. Going a mile deep into a sub sub niche of a larger niche will allow you to own the niche. Now, I hear this all the time from people and they say, but Christy, I've got so many things I love talking about and I'm interested in talking about. Let me remind you that your podcast is not about you. Flat out, it's not about you. It is about your listener. And your listener that would be interested in listening to multiple different subjects that you think you want to cover, and I hear people all the time do it. They have seen it over and over again. Someone's like, well, I'm a relationship coach, but I'm also a yoga teacher, and I'm also really into nutrition. So I'm going to talk about relationships, fitness, and nutrition. (laughs) It's like, no, don't. Don't do it on a podcast. This is not a variety show. Pick one thing and then sub-niche, sub-niche, sub-niche down to the level of the exact person you want to work with. If you want to only work with men, then niche down. If you only want to work with people in a certain part of their journey, maybe they need to have already been in business for a certain amount of time. Or maybe like me, most people that I work with have already been podcasting a certain amount of time. Because they had to figure out it wasn't as easy as they thought. They had to figure out that you're never going to monetize if you don't start the podcast with monetization in mind and engineer it for that. You have to get to that point on your own or you're not willing to pay me to help you to get there. Right. You think you can still do it on your own or you say, oh, it's not something I'm going to worry about yet. I'm going to just focus on getting my podcast launched, getting the content out there, because that's what everybody tells me I need to do. And I'll focus on monetization later. Let me tell you, later never comes unless you make it a priority now. So creating content for a specific sub, sub, sub niche, like I told you, speaks directly to that avatar. 
that you're wanting to target, and they are so much more likely to listen to you than shows with broader topics. We're past the age of everyone being a generalist. Nobody wants to listen to a generalist anymore. Where you can capitalize on is creating specific content for your sub, sub, sub niche person. And then you get every listener that also fits that profile instead of thousands that won't fit your ideal customer profile. Your avatar will also know that you are speaking to them from exactly their point of view for the current situation that they're in. So what you say matters so much more to them than it would if you were just a generic podcast. Now, I'm going to give you one more little piece of nugget that I can give you that will hopefully keep you if you are just saying, well, Christy, I just I want to have a different niche or I, I want to have a broader niche because I talk about ADHD and I talk about being on the autism spectrum and I talk about having anxiety and I talk about all these different things. So my suggestion to you is if you have multiple areas of expertise, don't crowd them under one heading for a podcast. Let me tell you a very specific strategy that you can use. I'm an affiliate for Captivate. I love Captivate as a podcast host. And part of the reason I love Captivate as a podcast host is because you can host multiple podcasts under your same account for no extra fee. What you want to do in this situation, you want to get on Captivate for your podcast host. And then you want to create multiple podcasts. And I'm not talking about multiple podcasts that you continue to support and continue to put out content under, but I want you to create a very specific, if you deal with ADHD children and how to help them learn or how to help them with their behavior problems or whatever it is, I want you to create a specific podcast for the parent of an ADHD child to solve a specific problem. If that's your subject expertise, then create a specific limited series topic on that specific episode. Okay. I've seen this happen again, especially whenever I, I have a lot of therapy, therapist, doctor type clients. And I've seen a lot of people do this because they have multiple different things. They might all deal with a certain age range of children, but they're different symptoms, different products, different problems that they're, they're, they're creating solutions for. So create a limited series podcast and keep those up and then just feed them once a year or so. It's not something you have to continually create content for. John Lee Dumas did this for his podcast. Um, he has Entrepreneurs on Fire and he created a show, a limited feed for a podcast that was basically how to start a podcast or how to launch a podcast. And he did like 12 episodes where he breaks down launching a podcast and he created it a couple years ago and it just sits out there. It's only 12 episodes. That's all he covers. He's not updated it. He's not done anything with it. But that show, how to launch a podcast is continually generating him leads for his podcasters paradise group month after month after month after month and he created it once but made it so specific that it's out there as a limited series he doesn't do an ongoing show about how to launch podcast he just did a limited series that is something that anyone can do 
And you just need to niche it down, niche it down, niche it down, niche it down, create a limited series for that, set it up, let it be a standalone thing. Now create another podcast in your same Captivate account with a different podcast artwork, different podcast title, different podcast feed. So now you might have three or four or five different podcasts that are out there active on the podcast apps, but each one is segmented down into such a way that it's only going to draw you in leads. And each one then can have a specific call to action coming back to your business that will give you that exact lead coming in for that exact problem. And now you've got a segmented list of people coming in for these specific problems that you're creating. No, you're not creating the problems, specific problems that you're solving. You're not creating the problems. The problems are already there. So does that make sense? I mean, niche down, niche down, niche down. And if you don't want to create an ongoing podcast or you want it to be so generic that it's just too broad, start creating these sub podcasts that would just be a certain amount of episodes and then done until you decide something changes about the topic or something needs to be updated. And then you go in and add one more to it, but it's not something you're constantly have to feed and support. It's just up and running and make sure there's clear calls to action. Make sure people know how they can take the next step with you to work with you to solve that problem for themselves or their children or whoever it is you're working with. And that will be a continual lead generator for you year after year after year and you've touched it once and you've created it once and then it just keeps going okay i hope this has been helpful for you today don't make the mistake of just starting too broad of a podcast and then expecting to be able to put everything underneath it and that's what i see people do all the time and they ask questions about it and what should i name a show if we're covering three different topics and my question is or my answer is you shouldn't you shouldn't start a podcast that covers three different topics you should create different podcasts because the same listener and i'll give you an example i have a podcast that started for parents of children with type 1 diabetes and Parents of children with type 1 diabetes, like just the, just the first words, parents of children, like what what does that mean? That could be anywhere from, you know, just born or just diagnosed with type 1 diabetes to, you know, going off to college and beyond, right? So you've got like a 20-year age span. And how you would give advice to somebody that has a toddler or a small child that has type 1 diabetes is going to be very different than how you give it to someone that's got a kid going off to college and they're worried about... Are they going to be able to do their own needle sticks or whatever it is they have to do? And we started creating content for that podcast. And very quickly, she heard from the, the podcast host, heard from her audience that, you know what? I'm going to fast forward and not even listen to the episodes that deal with children that are not the age that I have. I'm going to go, if I have college age kids, I'm going to go right to the shows that deal with topics related to college age kids with type 1 diabetes. And so we, we got to a point where we, we didn't mix the content in each show because people are having to fast forward to and they're more likely to choose to listen to that episode if they know the content only applies to them and they don't have to fast forward through someone talking about their toddler, right? And so that's what you want to think about. Like, think about things from the listener's perspective. You're not just going to sit there and listen. And you might be thinking in your mind, well, I want to give content for the younger child and the older child in the same episode so that I can serve everyone. But the problem is the people that have the opposite type of child are not going to sit there through that content to get to the part that applies to them. They will ignore it. They will avoid it at all costs because it's 
too much, too much stuff. They don't want to have to filter it. So it's up to you to spoon feed them bite-sized pieces that only they want. And that's how you create a podcast that is filled with your ideal listeners that you can create lead after lead after lead from and that you can become a category king in. So if I can help you in any way with your podcast, if you need a podcast tune up, podcast audit, you can go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. I did just finished up doing one of these today and just making a video showing my findings to the podcast host. And it's very eye opening whenever you can do these things, because so much of what I'm telling you is common sense. But you've never thought about it from that perspective before. And you're like, why am I doing all these things that like don't even make any sense? Because we're not looking at how we consume content. We're not looking at what we would do as a listener. We're trying to follow some format that somebody out there that doesn't you know, doesn't really know is decided that is right for us. And most of the time it's not. So if you need a tune up audit on your podcast, go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. It's all right there. It tells you exactly what you'll get. I'm happy to do that for you. And if I can help you in any way, please let me know and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com. Dot com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.